Welcome to episode five, Whiskey Drinking Dads podcast. Yes, I'm Dave. Sir, hello. That's Matt. That's me on the guitar. One of these days, we're going to get this whole intro thing down. We got it. Welcome, Dave. Welcome, Matthew. Good to see you, my friend. Thank good to see you. you. Yes, good to be here. This is the only way we hang out now. Is yep, over yep. Zoom or when recording a podcast. It is. It that's is. What cheers to you. That's what 2020 is. Thank you. Yes. Cheers. Thank you. What do you got there? Uh, this would actually be today a uh, little lemon water. Yep. <sighs> Me too. Getting. Yep. So uh, whiskey drinking will come after the show today. I've been drinking uh, uh, bullet or is it nice. bu- or is it boule? You know, I'm going to go with bullet. And if anybody wants to go to our Instagram page and actually correct us, that would be fine. Whiskey drinking dads podcast on Instagram, because neither one of us actually know how to pronounce it properly. Why do they spell it? E.I.T. Though I don't get it. Drives me nuts, man. Drives me nuts. Anyway, you know what else? You know what else drives me nuts? What? Beer snobs. Oh, God. Tell me about it. You know, I remember a time where you were like, you actually were like, a representative of the brand of beer that you drank, right? You were like, I'm a Coors guy. I'm a Miller guy. I'm a Budweiser guy. So, and there was like, you know, guys had pride about that. You know, they'd be like, Oh, you know, Oh, you got a Bud Light hat, you know? And I don't know if it was because of the sports world and the sponsorships that came along with it. So you'd follow your athlete or your NASCAR guy that was sponsored by that particular beer brand or whatever it was. But man, have you been to a liquor store lately and walked down the beer aisle? Yeah. I don't know the names. The names, I saw a flavor called Strawberry Slushy. In a beer? That's not a beer. That's a 7-Eleven drink. What the hell, man? I, it used to be you could drink Kerr's Light, you could drink Bud or Bud Light, or you could drink Corona. I feel like those were the three beers. There was like the water beer, there was the American beer, and then there was like the Mexican beer, and that was it. Well, I think no, because you're leaving it. There was always the two, there was like three fancy beers, right? It was Heineken, yeah. Samuel Adams, and Amstel. And like, those were like the fancy ones. Yeah. And yeah. that was pretty much it. Fancy. Those were them fancy. The Heinekens, that's that fancy beer. Yeah. Well, you know, I was having a conversation with a, uh, uh, one of my neighbors that I happened to see out walking the road the other day. He had a beer in his hand. I'm like, oh, what do you got? You know, what are you drinking? Just making small talk. And he's like, oh, this is a, it's a such and such malt with a hop it's got a frothy head it's very full bodied it's got some hints of and i'm like bro what are you talking about what the hell is a frothy head i don't know man he as soon as he said that i kind of stopped listening to him and i didn't know if he was talking about beer anymore or not jeez yeah so you're right it was it was the so you either drank coors bud or corona or if you're a yuppie you drank what was the other three you said? Heineken, Heineken, Sam Amstel, Adams, or Samuel or Amstel. Adams. Yeah. And that was it. It was like, there was, yeah. I'm sure there were more, but at least in my radar 20 years ago, those were the, those were the six beers there were. And now there's like, and now I feel like, I feel like part of the beer culture is like, how wacky is the name of this beer? You know, like, you know, like there's like wacky, this isn't wacky, but like there's like dog head fish ale. Like there's like wacky beer names. Yeah. Yeah. Or her. how cool is the artwork on the can? Yeah, exactly. Just can I just have I'm a beer? Not, yeah, exactly. And it frustrates me to no end. And I have a lot of friends that are actually into it and I'm not a beer guy. So maybe it's, I'm a little, you know, prejudiced against the whole beer right. snobbery thing, but right. in general, just order a beer. Yeah, I agree. It's a little just, much. 
Like you can't, for me, the, and I'm, uh, like I said, I'm not a beer drinker. The only time I ever drink a beer, and I think it's probably the best beer you'll ever drink, is the after yard work beer. Oh, right? yeah. It's like the best beer ever. Yeah. So you finish your yard work. You put your tools away. You don't get cleaned up yet. You pull a cold one out of the cooler. You sit in your little foldable lawn chair and kind of look at your domain yeah. after you're done. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is me. You know, I have Surveying created this. My I have domain. done this. <laughs> Correct. So, and, and you just sit there, the breeze goes by, smell the fresh grass and you drink a beer, but you know what you're not drinking when that happens? What? A strawberry slushy. Yeah. F- foamy head, full bodied with hops and cinnamon. Get the hell out of here with that. Crap. Definitely not. No. You know, too, like, I feel like, like when I drink, you know, Kurz Light was always like the NASCAR beer. You know, I was going to NASCAR races. I was broadcasting at races. They were cheap. You could drink 30 of them and you wouldn't like be buzzed. And it was like, you know, you drink the Kurz Light. And then it started to be that the fancy people would make fun of you for drinking the Kurz Light because that was the redneck beer. And the fancy people would be like, oh, you guys are going to be drinking Coors Light all weekend. You're like, yeah, so it's watery it, it hydrates you and it's all we could afford at the time and it's fine it's beer it gets the job done yep. but now like if you now there's all these people out there drinking you know there's all the uh all the um hipsters out there with their beards and their tie-dye and their subarus and they're drinking and they're drinking their fancy beer at the breweries i just don't see it like you think there's anybody in vermont right now who drinks uh coors light heck no uh, there might be that one guy that lives like on 78 acres. It's a fourth generation farmer in yeah, Vermont. Right. It's like, yeah, he goes down to the corner store and all they have is Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'm not about the fancy beers. There's some, no, I, I play softball in town and there, we have a, you know, like my softball team's beer is Bud Light. Like if, if you're in charge of bringing beer that week, you have to bring Bud Light, which is annoying because I don't drink Bud Light. And like you, like I, I'll drink beer, but I prefer whiskey which is why the name of the podcast, we like whiskey That's or, and bourbon. Otherwise, we'd be called beer drinking dads. It's not. Right. So you got to bring whiskey. the Bud Light. But there's like three or four guys on my team who bring their own beer with them because the Bud Light is not good enough for them. And they're all nice guys. But it's like, you know, even I can choke down a Bud Light or two at the end of the game. Like, yeah, it's about camaraderie. All right. They bring their night, own, bro. You brought your own beer, bro. Like, yeah, exactly. You have a little cooler with the ice pack and three fancy beers in it. And they stick them in their beer koozie and they sit there and drink it. And you, can we talk about know, the fact this is at the local softball yeah, field? You know one of them. One of them is a mutual friend of ours. And uh, and uh, he, um, it's like, he could, dude, really? Him and his dad, they both bring their own beer. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah, I, I it's funny because I, I'll give a guy a break if he likes an IPA, right? But no, when I think, I think it, of an right. IPA, let me, the only thing I ever think of an IPA is the scene in the movie American Pie. Uh-huh. Where they have to find something in the bedroom to use to dispose of yeah. uh, bodily yeah. fluid. Yeah. And then and the guy pounds the beer and he goes, how'd you like the pale ale? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see somebody set, order an IPA, that's all I can think of. I can't drink an IPA. It's like super, like, not tasty. Bitter. Is bitter the word? I don't know what it is. I, I can tell you one thing. It's definitely not uh, a whiskey <laughs> I do like shopping for those people though. Like I had a buddy who, you know, drinks, you know, he's a beer snob and he drinks like, uh, they like beer parties where everyone brings like their favorite beer snob beer. And for his birthday, you just go to the liquor store and find something that's the most ridiculous looking and you go here, I got this for you. Done. Yeah. There you go. Gift, yeah, that's an easy, that's an easy one. Gift purchased. We were out before quarantine last summer. I was out. It's uh, one of these, I don't know what you would call it. Kind of like a, 
a gastro pub, I guess you would say. It's kind of like bar food and like high end fancy beer, right? And then like craft cocktails. Okay. And I ended yeah. up meeting a friend of mine there. We haven't seen each other in a long time. And they pour him this beer and it's like red, like kind of like purplish looking. So I, I was like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's a sour. The hell is that? I said, so I said, well, let me, let me take a taste of that. So he pours me a little bit. I take a, it was so sour. It was like somebody took airheads yeah, and yeah, mixed yeah. them with old English 800 malt liquor. And Ugh. that's what you got. Ugh. This would be a place in New York city. Um, I don't know if it's still there. It's called McSorley's. Oh yeah. I know. I know where you're at. And I don't know if it's like this now, but back in the day you could go and there was three types of beer. There was light beer, dark beer, and darker beer on their menu. That was it. There was no this name, that name, this thing, this thing, IPA there, sour this, sour that, seltzer this, seltzer that. What kind of beer do you want? Light or dark? That was it. That's how a man drinks beer. And you know what? Is it possible that we're grooming an entire generation of young men to not be men by giving them this many options in their beverage choices for beer? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's a whole other philosophical discussion we can get yeah. into, Matthew. But my point being that you should be able to walk into a bar and quite quickly make your order without frustrating the bartender. I have two good friends who are beer, fancy beer people. And we went to lunch once and they look at the menu and go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll go there. I like that. They have good beer selection. I'm like, whatever. They have beer. Okay. So we go there and they ordered their fancy beers. And I got, uh, this is like 20 years ago. And I'm like, I'll take a Sam Adams Light. They're like, Sam Adams Light? That's like the corporate of beers. I'm like, I like it. So what? That's the like corporate of beers. Yeah, because that's like, you know, like, uh, you know, they ordered like the cool, young, trendy beer. And I ordered the like uptight made by a major corporation, not brewed by, you know, some brewery in Vermont. You know, it's made by a major yeah, right. company trying to keep the man down. You know, how, how dare you drink? corporate which beer. is funny that they say that because i'm pretty sure sam adams was actually founded by like one dude in boston yeah. like whatever 30 years ago and i like sam adams light we used to get free cases back in my radio days free case wow. of free 30 pack i'll drink anything if you give me a free 30 pack at 22 years old if you give me a free 30 pack anything it's like christmas yeah right i don't care it could be red dog and i'll drink it whatever red dog blast from the past matt wow that's bringing it back remember that stuff I do remember my wife and I's first date in 19, what would that have been? 1999 uh, was on the beach in St. Augustine with a six pack of Southpaw light. Wait, you had, you brought Southpaw light on your first date with your wife. And then I took her to the beach at night. I was a very romantic kind of guy. Super, real fancy, real fancy. <laughs> Were you wearing a sleeveless shirt? <laughs> uh, most likely. I'm pretty sure yes. everybody in Florida wears a sleeveless shirt, especially in 1999. Yeah, things were different in 99. Give us a little bit of a break. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what kind of beer do you have in your house right now? I don't. Yeah, me neither. I'm out. But I'm gonna, yeah. I do have a, uh, a liquor order in my safe to cart from Classic Liquors in New Milford. Uh, we with, really should set up some sort of sponsorship deal with them because yeah. Miles and the crew at Classic Liquors are getting show. such a lot of shout out here on the show. I got uh, uh, Tito's in my uh, cart. Cause I want to have the, be able to have the vodka tonic option during the summer. I had gin in there, but my parents bought me some gin. So I took that off and then I have a land shark, some land. I'll get some land shark here. That's a good, like after mowing the lawn beer, like you mentioned, sit outside, drink a land shark, take a look at your lawn, your domain, as you call it. I was there this morning, actually after a little run at the track. Oh, you went high school. inside? Uh, yeah, you put your mask on, you walk in, you grab your stuff, you go to the register, big plexiglass thing. They don't really even see your stuff. You hold it, they scan it, you leave. Especially when you're only buying two big bottles. It's quick. Right. 
Mm, interesting. So, yep, yep. Speaking of uh, bullet, I was bullet. in that aisle. We purchased a. Uh, you get, I think you kind of have to have some staples in the house, right? If you're a whiskey drinker, you kind of always have to have a Jack Daniels for, you know, you just never know when you're going to feel nostalgic, right? Yeah. So handle a Jack and then a uh, uh, bottle of Angel's Envy, which is What's one that? of my personal favorites. So it is uh, bourbon uh-huh. that is aged in uh, port wine barrels. Oh, that sounds good. It is very, it's not really sweet, uh, it, but it's, it's good stuff. I'll try that. Yeah, you gotta keep, give it a you gotta give it a shot. I keep the Crown Royal as like that's like my base, like that's my favorite. That's my base. Like, yeah, Crown Royal. I can drink it with I can drink it with uh ginger ale. I can drink it on its own, no problem. I can drink it with club soda, and then I'll have like my next fancy one for special occasions, which sometimes right. might be Boulet or Wood Woodbridge, is it called? Wood Woodford, Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve. I like that. I, um, I would really like to reach out to all of our listeners. And if anyone actually knows if it's Bullet or Boulet or Boulier, could you please <laughs> just tag us on our Instagram page? Because we kind of sound like morons here. I'm sure it's not Boulier. Um, Might be French. And then uh, for summer, I like the Tangerine Tonic. So I got that going. But I thought Vodka Tonic is pretty good and refreshing. And maybe I'm not in the mood for, for gin. That would be good to have a bottle of Tito's around. So I'm going to get that. And then we always have a bottle of Bailey's somewhere in case for whatever reason, after dinner, we want an after dinner Bailey's drink, you know, not, not that frequent and that stuff lasts forever. So it's been in the back of the closet since like 2018, the liquor closet. It's still good. I'm sure. Right. Uh, I don't think it's good when it's new. So (laughs) So there's really no baseline there. Yeah. So that's how you you want to stack up your liquor cabinet. There is one place that I will drink like 27 beers in a day. Where's that? That is at an NFL game. So, and that brings up an interesting kind of whole debate, not just NFL, but MLB too, right? So, uh, will there be a season? And if there is, at this point, are we going to forget about, are we going to go? Let's talk pros and cons, right? So let's just assume everything's normal, right? We get everything's normal. Pros and cons, right? Of live football. And then I got a whole lot to say about the MLB because that is just a hot mess over there. Oh yeah. Is, um, my favorite parts of going to a football game actually don't involve the football game. It's the being around your friends. It's the tailgating. It's the $20 beers. It's the long lines, the bad seats, the driving around the parking lot for like 30 minutes, trying to find the perfect spot. It's the day drinking, the fan clubs, the energy, like you just, there is nothing in life that I think can uh, get your adrenaline pumping and get your like sense of camaraderie, like a football game. You'll be sitting next to a doctor, a lawyer, a uh, a landscaper, a dentist, uh, a guy who's an airplane mechanic, and everybody does. There is no boundary in the NFL game. Yeah, best ever, and you know, and, and it's and it's a place where you can just kind of let loose, and as long as you're respectful of other people, right? You know, you don't want to, you know, you want to be aware if there are children around your area, obviously, um, that nobody's going to think you're nuts. You know, if you paint your face or if you shave your head to look like the team, whatever, like. You know, the amount of beer that you mentioned there, I did the calculations, would cost you $480 at $20 a beer. If they're $12 a beer, which is what they are at baseball games, that's $280. I mean, they are, it is an expensive day out. I will say that. You got to just, it's kind of like when you go to Disney World, you got to just kind of throw the, the card out there and just look at it the next day. Yeah. I mean, I remember, and I'll just, uh, because I've been to way more baseball games, I'll just mention it from this perspective. But when I was a kid, you could go, across like driving to a game is annoying, right? Like we're going to go to the Meadowlands. That's a, that's a disaster, nightmare. Where are you going to go? Not you, but Gillette, that's a nightmare too. Like we used to go to the Mets games 
it was like $5.25 to park. Now it's $18 during the regular season and $28 during the playoffs, which luckily doesn't happen that much if you're a Mets fan. But just like a beer used to be seven bucks and now it's like $16. It's insane how much. If you bring a family of four, like I think my wife was like, oh, when are you going to bring Bradley to his first baseball game? I'm like, I'm not. I have zero intention of bringing him to a baseball game. You know how much money I'm going to spend on ice cream? That's insane. Oh, it's be unbearable. He's not going to watch the game. I want to watch the game. I don't have to be watching him and his ice cream the whole time. I want the Cracker Jacks. Oh, what's that guy got? Oh, they got Daddy. Look, a blow up uh, baseball bat. I need that. Yeah, forget it. Not interesting. You know, it's I get free Yankees tickets usually twice a year from from work, Uh and they're usually decent seats. We never go. I usually give them away to friends and family. You know, and they're free because I don't want to deal with. The $32 parking, because it's Yankees ticket, so obviously the Mets parking is significantly cheaper because no one wants to see the Mets play. Yep. <laughs> right, accurate, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> so, you know, and then if you take the train, I mean, I will say taking the train to Yankee Stadium now is pretty convenient because the train stop is basically right there. Yeah. Um, but even at that, you got to plan the whole thing. And like you said, the the 16 or $18 beer, which I don't mind paying for the good, af- for to have a, a fun afternoon. It's just a lot to do, especially if you're not a huge baseball fan and I happen to not be, but it's a nice pastime to do with your kids. But speaking of baseball, you're a big baseball guy. What in the hell are they doing? They are between the players and the owners and the commissioner. I mean, this looks like the bad news bears. I don't think, I don't think they're going to play any games this year because the problem is going to be the the player. I, I think they're talking about what's the latest proposal, like 40 something games or I thought it was 60, 60, games. 60 games. And the players make 30, 33% of their salary for the year or whatever. And uh, the players are against it. And the owners, it, it, they can't agree on anything. And the owners are crying that they're poor and there's going to be no fans. They're not going to sell any concessions. They're not going to make any money. They're negotiating the playoff TV rights right now. I think I saw, um, and they can't agree and they're having this huge fight. And I think people like the general public, I just think they don't care. Like I'm a baseball fan, but I don't miss baseball right now. I got enough other stuff going on. I'm not worried about it. Like I, I have a hard time. See, like I think about these guys sitting in a room and they're like, well, the players are being unreasonable. They want, and all I can think about is most of the players in baseball and correct me if I'm wrong, but they have guaranteed contracts and there's no salary cap. Correct. You're going to tell a guy making $120 million what to do? I don't think that's going to go well. Yeah, no. No, not at all. I mean, I'm just saying, like, even on a, on a smaller scale, guys that work in, in normal industry don't like being told what to do, yeah. you know, by your superior with a stick. It just usually doesn't go well. It doesn't, it doesn't put a lot of employee uh, gratitude back into the business. I also don't think it's a good look right now. You got this, like, these millionaires arguing with these millionaires about who's going to make millions and what millions they're going to make. Meanwhile, right. everything's on fire out here in the real world. Like, I just right. don't think it's a good look right now. Yeah, they, they definitely are living in the vacuum of yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, el- elitism right now. It's not a good look. Like, you know, everyone is freaking out or whatever. The world's on fire. And these guys are like, well, well I'm only going to get 33. I can't, I'm not good at math, but I don't know what 33% of $120 million is, but it's, let's see, 100, I, I can't even do that in a calculator. I don't even know how to. It's about 40 million bucks. Yeah. Oh, t- 
So I mean, I'm gonna get 40 million for 65 games. No, screw that. Uh, I mean, what? I mean, 65 games and the way they play games in the MLB. What is that like? Four weeks? Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna. So and I'm gonna. I'm gonna have way more time off this year than I usually have. Like. Yeah. Yeah, and they play every day. So I mean, 60 something games is a pretty quick season. It's over pretty and, fast. And baseball has a lot of fans. I remember when I, uh, this would have been going back to probably 03, 04, whenever the hockey strike was, when hockey was like, we're going to go on strike. And then like three months into the season, people were like, wait, hockey's on strike? We didn't even know they weren't playing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like at this point, okay, guys, we're in the middle of June. July 4th is right around the corner. By the way, they haven't mentioned it. They're canceling the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest, which you will see steam coming from my ears if that's canceled. Somehow they got to figure that out. But back to baseball. Yeah, okay. No one is going to miss it at this point. We've all decided on what we're doing with our summer and things are different. You're not playing now. We're not missing it. So listen, guys, you can keep going into the table together and arguing, but you know what it is? It sounds like they got poor leadership all around. Oh, yeah. I think the commission, I mean, like, don't you feel like the commissioner of the other sports is a celebrity and the commissioner of baseball is always like this nerdy guy who got kicked down on the playground? Pretty like, much. Like and I feel Roger like the Goodell. only guy who likes him is Mike Greenberg from ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like loves the baseball commissioner. Like like him or hate him, Roger Goodell is is, is a is famous, right? Whether you like him yes. or you hate him or whatever, he is a famous guy. Like, do you know the name of the commissioner of baseball? You're not a huge baseball fan. Do you know his name? Uh Rob Manfred. Okay. That's well, that's a bad that's I guess not a great example, but but like, I also happen to listen to sports radio right, and podcasts yeah, an true. hour and a half every day. So that's true, yeah. I feel like if I asked, probably not my, I used to use my mom as a litmus test, but if I asked my wife, the commissioner of football, she knows his name. If I asked her the commissioner of baseball, she'd be like, mm, I don't really know. Now, granted, we pay more attention to football a lot here, uh, but I pay attention to baseball. I mean, I grew up a Mets fan. I got Mets stuff. I like the Mets, but they don't play this year. Am I going to be heartbroken? No. But if there's no football season this year, I'm going to be a little upset. Uh, yeah, I, I so, agree. If, if there is no football this season, there will be a huge void in my heart. I got to tell you. <laughs> what are you, you going to fill it with vodka or like what's, what's the plan I, I, there? <laughs> you might not see me for a week as I drink my sorrows away when there's no football to watch. It's like on Sunday, you're just kind of standing around like, oh, I mowed the lawn yesterday. What am I supposed to do now? Yeah, it is for that 16, 18 weeks on Sunday, it would be, they would definitely feel like there's something like, I don't know what else to do. I've been doing this for the, the better part of my entire life whether it was going or watching at home and it's the whole day. So yeah, like, I don't know what I would do for the 20 weeks of the football season. If they didn't play this year, I'm a Patriots fan. So it's usually a little longer, but um, do you think there'll be a season this year? Like, do you think they will play football this First year? First of all, you're a Patriots fan. That's going to experience a little bit of humble pie this year. <laughs> I still think the Patriots will make the playoffs. They will not. I think they will. They're going to win 12 games. Okay podcast land you're going to hear this bet right now i will bet you uh a handle of crown royal that they will not make the playoffs the big Assuming one we have a full is the handle the big one handles a 1.75 yes sir yeah i like that one yep that has the pork top in it doesn't have oh a, yeah the, yeah, yeah. Like that one. shake yeah deal all deal. right deal all right virtual shake you guys heard that so no take backsies no take backsies i think the patriots will make the playoffs um That's do you think well first statement. of all do you think there'll be football this year I think there will be in some, and they have enough time now to kind of get it figured out, right? I mean, football typically doesn't start until the first weekend of September. So, I mean, we're only in June. So there's June, July, August, September. Training camps are going to open. They're already, I mean, I've been 
watching the Jaguars facility, they, they did have virtual workouts for OTAs, I believe. And it looks like their teams are going to be allowed to do training camp at their facilities, but there'll be, there'll be no inner team practices. My thing is, is, and I haven't been paying attention to NASCAR, but it seems like NASCAR figured it out. They're racing. There's nobody at the races like stands, but they're racing. They're on TV. They're sponsors. Like what are the other sports waiting for? Like what's the difference doing their stuff, right? I don't know. What's the difference? Why can't football figure it out if NASCAR's figured it out? Well, NASCAR probably just like, hey, throw some dirt on it. <laughs> Corona. <laughs> You're right. Hey, we got it. We'll have a race. I we sh- don't need I, sh- <laughs> I, sh- I threw a wrench at that coronavirus. It knocked him right out. Yeah, right. That's exactly what, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Put yeah. on one of them masks. Yeah, exactly. It don't matter. You're in the car by but, yourself. Who cares? <laughs> I, so, yeah. So, I do think that we're going to get a season. What, what I think it, it's definitely going to be different, but I think we're going to have a season. I think the Jaguars are really going to show everybody this year what Duval is all about, man. It's going to be great. My son's already screaming for Minshew. He's running around the house in the T-shirt asking me where Minshew is. Did he change his haircut? I think I read something about his hair. Uh, his facial I, hair? I, I already mean, changed something. It's long. He's got quarantine hair, basically. Oh, yeah. Well, who doesn't? Have yeah, you, got a hair, you got a haircut, didn't you? I did get a haircut, yes. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it in two weeks. I'm going to psych myself up for it in two weeks. You know, psych yourself and walk up there. Well, I'm going to schedule an appointment at like 830 in the morning. I'm going to request that no one else is there. I'm going to request that I'm in the only one there. That I get That's kind of what I did. I was the first anyone shows up. Yeah, I want, I want personalized, nobody there but me service and I'll do it. And I don't want to shave. I want to get in and out as fast as possible. They won't, they, they're not allowed to touch your face. All right, good. So there is no, I pretty much don't want anybody touching my face ever again. Ever again. Well, yeah. sorry, ladies. You can't touch Matthew Wilson, carry Cass's face anymore. <laughs> I was on the road today and I saw a billboard. Kelly, uh, my wife pointed it out. I took a picture of it. It says uh, the best care, the utmost safety dental associates for almost 50 years now scheduling virtual visits. And we were like virtual. First of all, I would not go to the dentist right now because they're literally are breathing in your face. And, and second of all, what's a virtual dental visit? I think that's for like a consultation. Like if you don't need them to do the cleaning or if you like have an issue, you can probably just, they'll say, Hey, you know what? We used to make you come in and get your copay. We'll just do it over the phone now. Yeah, but you, there's two kinds of dental problems. I need a cleaning or something really hurts. And either way you need to see a human being. Yeah. You know, I'm not really sure how that is going to work now. You, you just stick that. your mouth My, really up close to the camera on the yeah, microphone how, and be like, take a look inside doc. What do you think? Yeah. Do you have a flashlight, sir? I can't see far down and off your mouth. Like, how does that work? Let me watch you floss. I should ask my neighbor. She actually works at Dental Associates. Ask her what's up with that. Tell her we saw the billboard on Route 7, right across from the cookhouse, and where I was eating lunch, actually, which is where I took the picture of the billboard. And um, well, what do they do? Just look at, okay, show me your molar. You're like, to, yeah, like, what do you, how does that even work? I don't Can you it. imagine trying to walk like a 76 year old woman through FaceTiming you her teeth? Ugh. I had a co I had a coworker who was like, Oh yeah, I won't be, I'll be late. I'm going to the dentist. And I was like, bye. Nice knowing you. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You nice can wait. You. Just use can you your- transfer me all your accounts before you leave? I just want to touch base with those customers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Send me your customer info just in case. Yeah. It oh, doesn't man. make any sense. You know, what's scarier than the COVID? Nothing. Ticks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are nasty. Have you ever seen the show Monsters Inside Me? No, never even heard of it. What's it on? All right. I think it's on It's on one of the networks. It's either Discovery or maybe, I don't know. It's one on one of the Discovery networks. But 
it might not be discovery. It might be history or metas. I don't know. One of those 200 stations. It's on animal planet. Something. Yeah. But anyway, it's been on for years. It's probably on Netflix by now or somewhere, but, uh, one of the episodes that I was, uh, watching a couple of weeks ago was about bot flies. And I'm a guy in general, I'm not scared by big mammals. Like people are like, Oh, you go in the woods, you're worried about bears and foxes. I'm like, no, they don't, you can see them. Yeah, They're right. big. They make noise. They don't want to, you know, you gotta, you, you at least got a fighting shot. If a bear tackled me, which it won't because the black bears up here are typically going to run like hell when they see you anyway, you know, you could punch it. You could do something. You know what you can't do with a bot fly or a tick? What? Can't do anything. Cause you don't even know it's, it's sucking your blood and infecting you with all kinds of crazy stuff. What's a bot fly? I've never heard so of a, a bot fly. So a bot fly uh, actually lays its larvae into you. So oh, it like bites that you. sounds gross. Yeah. It's in this whole episode talks about how it's called a warble fly, I guess. And it happens not necessarily in America, but like a lot of like rainforest, tropical areas, you get it in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically they plant their larvae and they grow inside of you. They plant them inside mammals, not just humans, like cows, livestock, that type of stuff. That's frightening. And they feed off of you. They are a parasite to humans and they will actually cause like, like they'll shut down your system. Like wherever they go inside your body, you'd go blind. Do we have those here? <laughs> I don't believe we have them in New England. But to, if you, tr- you travel abroad, you might get pick one up. You want me to hit your mute button so you can cough? That would have been uh, that would have been good if. We oh, were. I don't know if you had an, no, another one in you there. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, of the ticks. I don't think anybody is. That's what worries me about. Uh, like we have, do you have your lawn sprayed? Like we have tick ranger come and spray our, our yard. Three yeah, t- we do three times a year or whatever it is, and they spray a little bit into the woods or whatever. But immediately upon going somewhere else, like whether like we're going on a bike trail or we're at. Uh, I don't know where we are somewhere where it's not sprayed. I'm always checking the kids for ticks. Cause oh, you have to, you have to. Cause that's, that's bad news. You don't want those. And they're all over the plate. Like someone was telling me last year, I think feel like every year someone says it's the worst year for ticks. They say that about everything. It's going to be the worst winter. Yeah, right. Better stock up on salt. I saw the farmer's almanac. Better stock up on salt. Yeah. Um, but I don't like, uh, I agree. That's, um, there's enough stuff to worry about. You don't have to worry about stuff you can't see. Well, I could tell you, like and I have comment. a personal story about why these little things freak me out. I could, I was, I would have been, I don't know, 11 years old, maybe 12 years old on one of my like final boy scout, uh, camping trips where you do the big jamboree and you get like your final badges and stuff. Got my legs slept outside, no sleeping bag. Right. So you're outside in the woods. No, you're like on a survival camping yeah, trip. Yeah. No sleeping bag. You make your own. You make your own kind of bed area. Like My that. legs got infested with chiggers. What are those? Well, they're little mites, but when they bite you, they inject their enzyme into your skin, Ugh. and sometimes they will burrow into your skin, depending on the weather, because they're looking for a warm place to nest. Oh, camping is the worst. And I didn't realize it because it takes a while for their enzyme, I guess, to digest into your skin from like my knee down completely covered. You would have thought that you, you would have thought I had third degree burns on my legs. It's like, it's like poison Ivy burn like fire and all these little welts and holes all over your legs. Horrible experience. Why would anybody go camping? That sounds horrible. Uh, you know, my son just asked me last week to join Boy Scouts. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
I will not mention this story to them. Do they still do that? They still do the camping thing? Like they go out and they... Uh, I got to tell you, going back to what I said earlier, that I don't know that we're raising a real great generation of young men. It's different. Uh, I read the literature online of what it is now, and it's a lot more... uh, Let's just say it's not what it was 30 years ago. Right. Of course not. Nothing is, but still. Yeah, they do do apparently... Uh, campouts, but I don't think it's the same. I think it's more like a, it's not, it's not as uh, rugged. Rugged would not even be close to what it is now. They're not being led into the woods and left alone and said, okay, good no. luck, find your way back. No, they have these actual camps that are already camps. They're oh. set up with like pallets with like their own like cot beds and a tent that's already there, like a central little cabin and like a fire pit like none of the th- none of the skills needed if they actually wanted to become outdoorsmen they're already done for them so to just get your survival your survival badge you have to not have your cell phone for three or four days boom right it, it's kind of like here's your patch I, I believe that they call it glamping like glamping. glamour oh, yeah, glamping. that's my kind of camping yeah no nah, in a motorhome yeah, you go out in the woods with your tent and your backpack and you find a spot and make yeah. a fire catch some fish I prefer uh, air conditioning and a sleep number bed in one of those giant motorhomes. That's more my, it's more how I do it. Uh, I could definitely go for a sleep number bed. I will tell you nowadays with but all I'm the not, aches and pains. I'm not <laughs> sure about the camping. I, I, the, I mean, I've been camping and I think my wife and I went camping once with a bunch of people from work years before we were married. And uh, I remember sleeping on the ground and it not being that comfortable to be completely honest with you. You mean sleeping on the ground was not comfortable. Correct. You mean sleeping on the uneven, dirty, well, I mean, I had a sleeping bag, uh, rock but, infested yeah. ground was not comfortable for you, Matthew. Yeah, that's why camping is not fun. Well, you know what you could have done under your sleeping bag is taken some fronds of a palm tree, maybe stacked them up. You could have taken some uh, limbs off of some sort of pine to build up like a nest type of situation. Ugh, sounds horrible. You Man, don't, you don't think that at least sounds we had a, At least we had a tent, but still. It's like a rock under your, no, that's no, no, thanks. I'll pass. Well, all right. So Matt's a hard pass. I'm a hard pass. Yeah. I'm a hard I'm, pass. I, I'm still, uh, I'm still willing to uh, brave the woods in the well, time, uh, good luck, the good time luck. that it's uh, good luck to you. Left. Good luck to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break here for hear a word from our sponsor and we'll be right back with we are? some uh, interesting ideas about Seinfeld and how he relates to today's world. So, one of the things I've been doing with my older child is kind of watching some of the old school uh, sitcoms because like, there's no sitcoms anymore. There's no TGIF on ABC nights anymore with Urkel and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So, so we were watching some old episodes of Night Court um, and we were watching a couple episodes of Seinfeld. And, yeah. you know, I, I kind of I, I, I try to adjust which episodes I watch with her because some of them I don't think she'll get and some of them I think are too adult, but some of them she likes and she thinks it's funny. And it realized to me how... Now you and I are both huge Seinfeld fans. Yeah, yeah. And but there's some there's an episode specifically that I watched the other night that I thought, man, if this was if there was a sitcom out right now on television, this would be the theme. And it was the one where he goes to Poppy's restaurant with his girlfriend, and Poppy wants to make him the special pizza, and everybody's been talking about you got to go get the pizza. It's the best pizza in the city. It's best pizza in Manhattan. So he meets the guy in the bathroom. The guy goes to the bathroom. He's taking a leak. You know, he walks up to the. Uh, to the mirror 
to check himself out, doesn't yep. wash his hands, and then rubs Jerry in the face and says, I'm going to make a your pizza myself. <laughs> and then walks back yeah. to the kitchen, and it's an open kitchen, and then they show him, like, kneading the dough yeah. for the pizza, and you can just see Jerry all squirming in his seat and everything. And all I can think about is, man, if that's not 2020 in a nutshell, yeah. then I don't know what is. She tries to hand him the pizza, and he shakes his head like, Mm-mm. No, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Jerry, what's wrong? Jerry, what's wrong? That that is one of the best scenes. Have you seen Seinfeld special? The new one on yeah. Netflix? Oh, yeah, of course, dude. So Poppy's a little sloppy. Poppy is sloppy. <laughs> yeah. And if you to all the listeners that are still listening 40 minutes deep, thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't watched Seinfeld's new special on Netflix, you gotta watch it because he's got a shtick in there about restaurants and how, Oh, your friend wants to tell you, you got to go out to eat, go to Jimmy's. Jimmy's is the best. You'll love it. Order the, order the trout. It's going to be the best trout ever. You go to Jimmy's. You had the trout. It was okay. It was a <laughs> meal. You paid too much. The waiter took 20 minutes to bring back. It was okay. Eh, going out's not so bad. I could have had a bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's so true, especially with what we've been going through for the past three months, you start to figure out that man, now I like eating out as much as the next guy, but the whole like referral to a restaurant's really annoying. You got to go. It's the best. It's the best. Sit in the table in the corner. Yeah, right. How do you know but I would I'm, like it? Yeah, how do you know I would like it? How do you know what my palate is? I actually heard Jerry Seinfeld talking about that on uh, on Howard Stern's show. And Howard Stern said to Jerry, like, I feel like you wrote that bit about me because I do that to you at restaurants, like meaning Howard says this to Jerry when they're out at a restaurant. And Jerry was like, I have other friends. It's not just you, Howard. But then I'm thinking, like, I'm hearing them talk about that. And I'm like, crap, do I do that? I'm like, have I done that to anybody? Been like, you got to go there. You got to go there. And I feel like if they ask me my opinion, I will oversell like, oh, have you ever been to 122? What do you think? I'll be like, oh yeah, I've been there. It's great. Yeah, the food's good. The atmosphere is good. Meanwhile, like I've been there once. And I had a positive experience. I don't know why I'm trying to sell you on the concept of going, but I feel like I only do that if I'm solicited. I'm not like going out of my way to be right, like, right. you know, dude, I went to lunch at the cookhouse. You got to go there. They got a picnic table under a tree. You got to go. You got to go. It's awesome. I mean, well, the, it's funny because that is almost, I feel like in today's world, you kind of have to be like, everything is an extreme, right? You can't be like neutral about anything or you're like the oddball out. Like yeah, right. you can't, you can't be like, it's either black or white. It's either potato, potato. It's either ketchup or mustard. You can't just be like, eh, I don't really care. Yeah. Right. Doesn't really. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Like I, I have work conversations. Well, let me rephrase that. I avoid work conversations as much as I entirely can. But when I overhear work conversations and the, that people have opinions about literally everything, I'm thinking mm-hmm. like, I don't have any opinion about that at all. Never yeah. thought about it. Don't really care. Don't, don't care. And the fact that you're that passionate about which way to teach someone to tie their shoe loop swoop or in round, or I, I don't know what is missing in your life that you need to be that passionate about everything. Yeah. Everybody, my mind. everybody's either, everybody's got to turn it up to 10 one way or another. Like right. this is what I believe. And it's at a 10 and that's it. And no one like, I'm like you, I'm like, yeah, all right. Some things I'm like, just like, okay, sure. I'm passive about it. Everybody wants to have a hot take, right? Yeah. Hot take problem. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the problem is now too, with the hot take is everybody has a place to share that hot take, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, or, you know, anybody can share their hot take anywhere and get it in front of a bunch of people. 
Not the old days, you had to call somebody to give them your hot take. And the word yeah, wouldn't right. spread around. Now you can just go on Facebook and be like, I don't like the signs on the green. They're too tall. They're ruining our town. Whoa, whoa, easy. There's no way you're that upset about signs. Like, come on, yeah, man. Exactly. Calm down. Did you see that they put a yield sign at the corner? And from the left angle of my Jeep Cherokee, I am yeah. having a glare and I cannot see the road. Yeah. I can't make a left out of my road since they put in the roundabout. Uh, yeah, There's you know going to be liability. Someone's going to die. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. So your life sucks. You should move. Like, Everything goes down, from dude. zero to a hundred in like two seconds now. Like yeah. nobody ever says like, like you can't even wear a shirt with an American flag without somebody being like, Oh, you hate everybody. That's not American. Like it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's nuts. This world. I mean, I, I will say this though. I, I'm still going to stick to my guns though about people with, um, social media for their pets. I'm very, I have a big hot take that it's just a no, no. And you know, so I'm going to be a little rigid on that. Oh boy. You but know, yeah. Th- so there are things that I think you sh- that you may have opinions about that may be not a big deal, but Hey, they're important to you. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a coworker the other day and she somehow figured out that I have this podcast with you and she was like, oh, I, I, you know, I, something I saw, she must follow me on Twitter. I saw you have another podcast. I'm going to listen. And then literally a couple days later, she told me that she has a TikTok account for her cat. And I was like, oh, she's not going to like the podcast. Yeah. As a matter of fact, most of my friends are beer drinkers. And I feel like I'm going to offend all of them with the intro to the show. Well, you can't make friends. can't be friends with everybody. This is true. I mean, and it's hard to maintain Zoom friendships nowadays anyway. Yeah. You have any of the... Um, does your family like have any of the like zoom check-ins like every other Friday night, my parents have like a little zoom thing. And then like my, um, my mother-in-law has one like twice a week with her sister. So they can all stay in contact. Like are you, are you or your family part of any like zoom hangouts, traditions, catch ups? No, uh, we kind of just text like whenever might right. be two weeks, might be four weeks, might be every other day for a week. It's just kind of whatever. There's no like, hey, everybody, let's get together and have our, uh, you know, f- neighborhood Zoom tonight. No. All right. People are doing that's that. Like a, that's like a thing? It's a thing for sure. My parents do it like every other Friday night. And it's usually like my parents and then like me and you know, my siblings, sometimes my parents' siblings just check. Like, first of all, I don't see those people for, you know, I go eight months without seeing my parents my aunts yeah. and uncles under normal non-COVID circumstances. Now I got to see them every other week on Zoom. Like we're talking more now than we've ever talked before, except you can't hear anybody because everyone's talking at once because it's yeah, a bunch no. of, in my That's... family, it's a bunch of Jewish people. And we're all, you know, a bunch of yentas chatting it up. You no. can't, nobody wants to listen. I, 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 I don't even know where to begin with this whole thing. I mean, I left home when I was 18. And when I say that, like I moved out into college, it's not like I like strapped the back and was a hobo for 10 years. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I right. college, wandering but I moved the wilderness. out wilderness. And, I, and since then, I don't think I've ever really lived in the same town as my family. You know what I mean? It's right. so it was never like, and back then there was no zoom. It was like, Hey, a phone call here, a phone call there. Yeah. And now I'm 1500 miles away or whatever. So it's not like now. Right. I mean, I, it's, we don't, I mean, whatever, you know, you get text, you have phone calls when you can, but I don't know that my family's that organized to like, have like a scheduled day either. Like, how do you do that with kids? Like I got kids, you know, I didn't running around as, Oh guys, fr- Friday at six, we got to get on the zoom. Like yeah. it's, it's just tough. It is tough, but like, and we're used yeah. to, I mean, my in-laws live seven minutes away. Your in-laws right. live like five houses from you. Correct. My parents live 20, you know, 30 minutes away. So we're used to seeing them frequently. And more importantly, they're used to seeing 
the children the yep. frequently. Yeah. Who, by the way, I'm happy to drop off for three, four, five, six days. No problem. As soon as this whole thing is over, uh, they're going to spend the rest of the summer there, um, which is fine. And they'll be fine with it for a couple of days and uh, I'll be fine with it. Um, but in the meantime, they want to see them all the time. So I'm getting texts like, do you want a video chat? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And meanwhile, getting my kids to stand in one place and be quiet enough for a video chat is not that enjoyable for me. No, it's kind of uh, like trying to hold a possum by the tail while you're lighting its front feet on fire. They yeah. just don't sit still. <laughs> now, why don't I heard that before? Have you said that before? I have a lot. I got a lot of good metaphors, my, bud. My kids are so loud that when I'm on video chat with my parents, I can't hear what my parents are saying back to me because my kids are too loud. Like the volume doesn't, doesn't so work. So what you're saying is your kids are kind of like two fisher cats in the woods about dusk time, you know, I don't know what that means. You don't know what Fisher cats are? You said something once on my, my NASCAR show, on the Carrying Coffee show years ago. I probably have it somewhere where you called in and you left a voicemail that was along those lines that made no sense. And it was hysterical. We played it nonstop forever. A Fisher cat is a very small mammal. However, they are some of the, they kind of look like a big rodent, but they are some of the loudest creatures. If you ever Google the sound, it sounds like a grown woman or like a teenage woman screaming at the top of her lungs. And that's like their mating call. And they do it like at dusk at certain times a year. And if you live near the woods, it is crazy. I think I got it. Let's see if this Oh, is... boy. All right, guys. So, go on. What it sounds like. Yeah, do you hear it? It sounds like. I didn't hear this guy breathe for 10 minutes. I just want to hear the Fisher cat. That's a Fisher cat. That's a Fisher cat. Doesn't it sound like a, like a woman getting like assaulted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it'll, it will, it will. The first time you hear it, if you don't know what it is, you will be outside of your house with flashlights, a phone call to nine one one and a shotgun. Oh yeah. If I heard that in the woods, I'd call the police immediately. Oh, I know it's nuts. Jeez. That's crazy. Do they have those around here too? Now I got to worry about oh, yeah. now I got to worry about Fisher cats and bot flies. This has been a, this podcast has been not helpful at all. Hey, I need 2020 to go, I mean, sucks, man. I got to go to therapy tomorrow and double up my anxiety medication. Ooh, boys, well, don't drink when you have to take too many of the meds. So that's fine. It helps. Handy, if, handy I, little advice from Uncle Dave. That's a pro tip. <laughs> that's a pro tip. Pro tip. Pro don't tip. drink when you're on the meds. And just to show you how crazy 2020 is, I just opened up my phone and the first ad on Instagram is for tick spray. Are you serious? I am dead serious right now. What world are we living in, folks? Did you Google tick spray? Did you Google ticks? Nope. We were just talking about it. Let me see what happens to me here. Uh, um, wow. That I got an ad for a CPAP machine. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you and what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't, have, I don't have any breathing problems. How old are you? Yeah. How old does it think I am? Apparently a lot older than you are. And then face coverings. Oh, dude, look at this ad. I got an ad for a Tampa Bay Buccaneer face coverings. Look at that. They must know you're a Tom Brady cheater fan. They must know I'm a Brady fan. Wow, that's creepy. I'm, on, I, it's, I'm definitely listed on big data, big data in the internet world as a Tom Brady, frequent Tom Brady Googler. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why you would follow uh, a man with such low moral character. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's handsome. Wait, what? Yeah, but he was definitely not an Eagle Scout. So I can tell you that he does not have the character or the integrity of the type of people they accept. I think we're out of time. I have a meeting. We are out of time. We got to roll. I got to go. 
This is thanks fun. for listening, people. Episode five. Wait. Follow oh, us on Instagram. Wrong sound effect. There we go. I played this one. Got one. That's old. Whiskey school. drinking dads on Instagram, folks. Hit us up. Somebody, please tell us how to say the word bullet. And on Twitter, we're on the Twitter. We'll see you in a couple of weeks, guys. Have a good one.